Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Put 30 on the Clock. This is Coach Phil, and as usual, we're going to get right to it. Today, we are talking about the hot man. When I say hot man, ladies, I am including you as well. Hot girl, hot woman, you are all included when I say hot man, so I don't have to keep jumping back and forth. So, the hot man, let's define what that is. When you have made consecutive jumpers, that could be three, could be four, could be five in a row, but we are definitely not talking about layups. If you got some transition layups, some backdoor cut layups, if you took your man to the basket, you are not hot. You may have recognized a mismatch. You may have taken advantage of a sleeping defender. You may have outrun your opponents in transition. That doesn't make you hot. You are not in the zone. Let's get rid of that crowd right now, right? So let's get let's get these guys out of here. Now, now that we have def- defined it as the person who's made several jumpers in a row, and you, everyone can recognize, you know, when someone's entered that zone, right? It's visible. You can see it. You personally, when you have entered that zone, you know that you've entered that zone. It's like this quiet. Uh, everything's moving. Whether it's moving slow, nothing's fast anymore, right? So things are either at normal speed or they're moving slow, even though your body's moving at top speed and you're just putting them up, knocking them down, putting them up, knocking them down. You almost, it's almost as if you can't like really, like every, you feel the ball and every shot feels great. You feel like Steph Curry at the All-Star game. Like you could just put it up, turn around, stare at the fans. You know, it's going in, right? Here's the thing. The first thing you need to know as the hot man is that you can be your very own defense. You could be your you could be the biggest reason why you get out of that zone and the thing that takes you out of the zone the quickest is the heat check. You see, the heat check is normally you taking a shot that you don't normally take to see if anything you put up will go in, right? It's dangerous waters because it could kill the confidence. It could break down the concentration. It could bring you back down to earth because you're in this mental state where you're, it's almost an outer body experience and you will be brought back into your body by the heat check. When you see a brick, especially when it leaves your hands and it doesn't feel good. And it's like, Ooh, that's not going to work. And then you can hear yourself think, And then it misses, and then all of a sudden, you can hear the crowd again. All of a sudden, you can hear your coach. The hell was that, right? Your teammates are like, ah, they tried the heat check. It didn't work. And then you giggle, and then you're out of your zone. You have literally removed yourself from a lot of touches, uh, potential buckets you could have gotten. But most importantly, you took yourself out of that mental state that we just don't get into all of the time. So that double sidestep, double step back, behind the back, spin fadeaway in the corner, it's a stupid shot because you don't practice that. Normal heat checks are unnecessarily difficult or shots that you do not practice. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you not rather continue making the shots that put you into the zone? You know, the ones that you practiced. So it's easy to say it's stupid and it's foolish, this, that, and the third. But I know exactly how that feels to to just think that anything you put up will go in. But the reality is 
when you see it on film, when you see yourself on film taking a heat check, there's a deep pit of regret. There's a there's a deep feeling of regret because it's like, man, I took myself out of at least another six points. What was I thinking? So now that we're talking about this now, let's get rid of the heat check now. You know, during this conversation between me and you right now, let's get rid of the heat check right now. Just keep shooting the shots that put you in the zone in the first place. If you keep taking those, you'll keep making those. You'll even miss one of those and still be able to stay in the zone. But when you miss that heat check, it's on your conscience because you know that was a bad shot. And then it felt bad. And then now the guilt kicks in and it's like, welcome back to earth. Let's get rid of the heat check, y'all. Now, the second thing you need to understand, hot man, is that being hot will inspire jealousy in one of your teammates, right? There will always be at least one hater in most cultures or basketball teams, whatever you want to say, that's going to try to join you in being hot. They're going to start trying to jack up shots. They're going to take unnecessary heat checks, and they didn't even hit a couple shots to like, quote unquote, justify their heat check. They just want to like, they just, they're just selfish and they hating on the fact that you are clearly in the zone because it's something everyone can see. They're hating on the fact that you're clearly in the zone and they want to be a part of it. Do not allow the hater to take you out of your zone because it'll piss you off when you see them trying to like, just First of all, if I'm hot, you should be getting the ball to me. We'll get to that in a moment. But they're taking bad shots just because they saw you being, uh, just because they saw you make a couple in a row. So you don't want to allow the righteous anger that you feel to take you out of the zone. You don't want the, the you know, wanting to grab them by the collar like, hey, what are you doing? You don't want that to take you out of the zone. You want to be able to stay in that mental state where you can keep getting the rock and keep making the shots that put you in that zone to begin with. But you got to understand somebody's hating, right? Now, if you don't have that situation, then uh, whoever you pray to at night, you need to pray more and say thank you because good quality, um, good teams that have good chemistry good basketball cultures are rare. There's a reason why when you see a really good team that has really good culture and people actually have each other's back and there's accountability, when you see all of these, you know, these intangibles put together, it's a reason why it stands out. It's because it's rare. Regular things do not stand out. Rare things stand out. So you need to understand that when you say, wow, they're really a team, it's because Most basketball teams, once it gets competitive, they don't have good cultures. They're not good environments. They're normally, there's normally at least one cancer on the team, whether that be a player, a coach, administrator, manager, um, executive, people in the office, whatever that organization is, there's usually somebody in there who's a cancer messing it up for everybody. And it usually only takes one to, uh, to, to, to kill the vibe, right? So when you see that team, it's like, wow, that's great. Just remember that it's rare. And it's it's rare because of situations like this. You're hot and somebody on your team is hating. 
they want to be a part of it. That's one of the many reasons why there's bad chemistry, but let me not digress too far. Let's move on, hot man, right? Let's move on to your teammates. Teammates, please, why don't we become that rare team that has good chemistry? Why don't be why don't we become that team that 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 has and and exhibits shows off a very good culture by feeding the hot man. Feed the hot man. Don't be jealous. Don't be selfish. Feed that man. When the defense starts overplaying and they start paying him too much attention, okay, now people, other teammates have opportunities to score because him being hot has drawn so much attention and has created so much space, right? You don't want to go away from him, right? Because you want him to stay hot. But we can take advantage of him being hot when other people get a basket, and that won't take him out. You know what I'm saying? If the if the hot man is open uh, on the wing and, and his man can't help and you're at the top of the key and you can drive to that side and that guy won't even reach over, okay, cool. Cool. Now him being hot was a benefit. That's not going to anger the hot man, or it shouldn't. Hot man, don't be selfish. It shouldn't anger the hot man because him being hot is the reason why you got a layup. We're still cooking. We're still in the flow. Things are still going great. Now, you keep, you know what I'm saying, taking advantage of him being hot. Eventually, you know, his man is going to be like, man, he ain't get the ball maybe three, four, five possessions in a row. I might be able to help again. No, you can't. Drive, kick, catch and shoot, knockdown. I'm still hot, boy. So <laughs> what I'm saying is you can use the hot man's hotness to your advantage without taking him out of his zone. So teammates, keep feeding the hot man, right? Keep feeding them. And then when they overplay, take advantage of the overplay. It will create advantages and mismatches in your favor because the other team has to worry about this guy who just will not miss, right? So you can still be a great teammate. You can still feed the hot man, but you can also be a great teammate by taking advantage of his heat and reading what's available. Hot man, sidebar. When you're hot, don't be selfish. I just told the whole team not to be selfish when you hot. Now, just because you hot doesn't mean you get to shoot it every single time. I just told them all of that. I know you heard me. So hot man, I'm talking to you too. Don't be selfish when you see them getting good shots based off you being hot. Now, if you start getting angry and upset about that, you are going to anger yourself out of your own zone because that zone is based on calmness, quietness, stillness. Even though you're moving at full speed, mentally, it's almost like a dream. You will anger yourself back into reality if you hate on your team taking advantage of you being hot. So the same way I told them not to be selfish with you, don't be selfish with them, hot man. Now, said quite a bit. I want you, hot man, to understand this. When you're in that zone, there's going to come a time when you're in that zone where, where you'll be able to hear yourself think. You will be able to hear the crowd. Um, when you start reconnecting with the physical senses, that's almost about the time where you're exiting that zone. And there's nothing wrong with exiting that zone. We would all love to stay there for the entire game, right? 
where as long as our feet are set, we let that thing go. It's cash money in the bank. But that time ends. Being hot comes to an end. And that's fine. What I want you to do is take as many mental notes as you possibly can about how you felt. Did 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 everything feel like it was going fast? Did everything feel like it was going slow? Was everything at a moderate pace? Even though you're running hard and playing defense and 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 you're in the flow of the game, right? Mentally, did you know, did things seem slow? Um, were you able to hear uh the crowd? Were you able to, like, what were your feelings, both phys- physically and emotionally? You want to take as many notes of what it's like to be in that mental state, because the next time you get in there, you're going to reference this experience, and this experience may help you stay in there a little bit longer next time, right? So this is almost not even like basketball. This is almost like, I don't even know what it's called. Hypnosis. I don't know. This just something going on with the mind where it's almost dreamlike, but in real life. And the only way I can really explain this to you is to take as many mental notes the first time. So when you get there the second time, you know what to go for, what not to go for. So you can stay in there a little longer. Because I promise you, there's nothing like being hot. There is absolutely nothing like being hot. If you're hot at home, you set the house on fire. People are jumping up and out, jumping out their seats. They're stomping on the bleachers. They're clapping. They're screaming. I mean, when you hit that fourth three in a row and you make the other coach call timeout, place is rocking, right? There's also nothing like being hot on the road, especially in a packed house. When you make the fans of the other team, they still scream because at the end of the day, we're all basketball fans first, and then we're hometown home hometowners, right? Then then we're uh, homers after that. When you hit that fourth three in a row on the road, you make the whole crowd, oh ah man, they can shoot, and then they boo you. Like they they just they just respect the fact they're they're acknowledging the greatness that they see first, right? It's almost like somebody getting dunked on. It'll be oohs and ahs before they boo you. It'll be oohs and ahs before they go quiet because we're basketball fans first, all of us. So when you're able to shock the away gym, that that's something special. When you make them feel the the pain, like that, especially that fourth three, that fourth one. You going into the timeout, chest bumping and whatnot. Oh, man. Look at me. I'm going to be feeding off it. I'm just trying to talk to you. (laughs) Anyways, you want to pay attention to every detail that you can when you are in this state of mind because you're going to recognize there's certain things that will pull you out of it. So next time when it happens, you won't allow those things to pull you out of it, like a heat check or anger or um, frustration with a teammate. You'll be able to let certain things go because staying in here, you just know you just know that you never know when it's going to come back. So you want to stay in here as long as you can. Hopefully, we will never have to have this hot man conversation again. Uh, and you can share this with somebody who needs to hear it. But I wanted to talk to you about it because if I'm talking to you and you tell a friend, hopefully we can stop doing this. We can stop destroying a beautiful thing that is recognizable to all, which is when somebody catches fire. Don't mess that up. Don't be a hating teammate. 
Don't shoot a double step back. Don't take shots you don't normally take in the name of a heat check. You're not a child. All right, let's cut all of that out. Keep taking the shots that put you in that zone and see how long you can make this ride last. This is Coach Phil. Appreciate you spending the time with, with me. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Y'all be good. <laughs>